Would you like to accelerate your career and reach your full potential in just minutes a day? Welcome to the LeadX Show with New York Times bestselling author and Inc. 500 entrepreneur, Kevin Cruz. What are the three deadly sins of first-time managers? Hello, everyone. I'm Kevin Cruz, and it's Monday, which means it's time for another show dedicated to manager tips, tools, and rules. Today is part two on making the transition from individual contributor to first-time manager, and we're going to talk about three common mistakes. But first, have you told all of your manager friends about leadx.org? We offer a new free training course every single day. You can learn about authentic leadership. Today was about managing change. We've got tomorrow, delegation, business writing, and more. Visit leadx.org. All right, let's dive in. First-time managers often make mistakes as they get used to their new role. Well, they always make mistakes as they get used to their new role. But if you're aware of the most common ones ahead of time, you'll be able to catch yourself before you go too far down the wrong path. And the first mistake is to continue focusing on getting your own work done and neglecting your role as a leader. While it's true that you're accountable for the team's output, when you take on projects yourself, you, you're actually robbing team members of experience, growth, learning, and even visibility in the organization. So in your new role, remember, you want to delegate, don't do. Now, closely related to this first mistake is mistake number two, which is solving problems, making decisions, coming to the rescue of others. Well, what's wrong with that? You know, you're the leader. How come you're not supposed to be solving problems, making decisions, rescuing others? I had a chance to interview Jonathan Raymond, he's the CEO of the company Refound. He's the author of a book called Good Authority. And he has a great phrase about this topic. He says, you need to be more Yoda, less Superman. And what he means is that as the boss, we often do know more than our people do. Uh, sometimes we can do their job better than they can do it. Sometimes we can make the right decision faster. But that's not the point, because remember, our job isn't just to get results, it's also to develop and retain our team members. So while Superman flies in and saves the day over and over and over again, Yoda nudges Luke Skywalker and asks weird questions and cajoles and prods and is a coach not to solve it for everybody, but to develop them, have, have Luke Skywalker discover his own powers, his own skills. I love Raymond's idea so much. I often remind myself, less Superman, more Yoda. A third mistake is not remembering that your first loyalty is to your boss and senior leadership, not to your team. It's really easy and really tempting to be the popular boss, the buddy. And when you have something tough to do, like layoffs or you have to force everybody to take that mandatory, boring compliance training, or you have to roll out new CRM software with a big learning curve and nobody wants to do it. It's easy to say, hey, I agree with you guys. This is stupid. It is a waste of our time. Those guys in headquarters are idiots, but 
hey, don't shoot the messenger. I'm, I'm just, I'm just telling you what I've been told. Sorry. Now this mistake actually gets to my all time worst moment as a leader. Now this was back when I was, I'd sold my company to Conexa. I was one of the senior partners of EP. And this was back in the dot-com days, right before the dot-com bust. And so we had raised a bunch of venture capital. We were hiring people like crazy. We were go, go, going. We were getting ready to IPO on the stock market. And all of a sudden the market crashed. And we went from hiring and spending at all costs to grow. And I got a phone call from, from the CEO saying, you've got to fire like 30% of your team. And I had, you know, a, a large team at that time. I think it was 300 people in my downline. You know, you have to, you have to lay off like a third of them in about a week. And I mean, there were people that had just started within days. I had talked in, I was really good at talking people in to join in my company. I still am. So I had senior people walk away from good jobs to join us. And then I was going to have to fire them two weeks later. I mean, it was horrible. And as our senior leadership convened in a conference room to talk about how we were going to do this. The CEO said that everybody who was going to be laid off would get two weeks severance. So two weeks of extra pay. It didn't matter if they worked for us for a month or 10 years. It didn't matter if they were a vice president or a receptionist. Everybody would get two weeks pay as their firing severance. Now, I thought this was ridiculous, and I fought hard in that room. I said, it's just the wrong thing to do. It's heartless. Uh, we're an HR company, for, for goodness sake. Like we need, to, we need to operate with some heart here. I argued practically that these people who were leaving, they were going to be upset, of course, but they were, gonna, they were potentially going to go out in the market and say okay things about us or bad things about us. They could end up inside our customers' companies. They could end up being buyers or influencers in the future. So at how we treat them on the way out was going to predict how they would treat us down the road. And we want friends. Well, my arguments fell on deaf ears and it was put out that, look, you know, you got to go lay off all these people. We had our lists and they'll get two weeks severance. That's it. So I was really, you know, distraught about this and I was not uh, a very mature manager. So when I gave the news to everybody, I, you know, I, I blamed higher ups. Like, listen, I think this is a horrible idea. I think this is heartless. This whole two weeks pay. I'm really sorry. Wish there was something I could do for you. I just don't understand it. I argued, I did everything I could out of my hands. Good luck to you. That was my cop out way of, of dealing with it. Now, a guy who reported to me, Sean, one of the best leaders I've ever known, he schooled me. So I was his boss and he schooled me because he did part of the layoffs in his division, different location. So I couldn't do it at the same time. So I asked him how it went and he told me and, and I said, well, what did you say about the how, you know two weeks notice? And he told me that when they asked him, what do you think of this two weeks severance? He said, what I think doesn't matter. It was discussed and decided upon as a leadership team, you know, at the highest levels. And when they asked further, like, you know, how can this be? Like, this is so unfair and so unusual. He gave the argument on behalf of the company. He says, it doesn't matter what I think of it. He says it was discussed vigorously and it was determined that every dollar that went to a departing employee was one less dollar that could be used for the employees who are going to stay. 
And in order to save the company, in order to save more people, we we are going to you know have less severance. The more severance we have, the more people we need to lay off. And look, it's 17 years later, and I still think I was right. Like I disagree with the decision. But the point is, like, if there's ever a decision made from your boss or at the higher ups that you just can't support, you know, it's unethical, it's illegal, it's against your personal values, then your only choice is to quit. You know, you are paid to lead. You are paid to represent the interests of the organization. So if I was going to take a paycheck from my CEO back then at Conexa, I should have walked out and done what Sean did. You know, I, I could disagree in private but I need to support the company line. When I'm you know, asked about it, I say, listen, what I think individually doesn't matter. It was argued at the highest levels and decided. Every dollar that goes out the door with a departing employee means there's more people you know, we are gonna need to let go. We're gonna preserve those dollars to preserve the, the company's future. And that's it. And it doesn't mean that the people you let go are gonna agree with you or the people that stay behind are gonna agree with you but at least they know it's been thought through. At least they understand the perspective of the organization. As the team leader, you are the filter of all the decisions from up above. If you think senior leadership is stupid, if you you know think that mandatory harassment training is a waste of time, your team members will think that too. And that's the easy way out. You know, you don't have to give them the bad news and all that. It's easy to say, yeah, this is stupid. This is bad for us, but oh well, not my job. You can disagree in private, but you have to support the decision in public. You need to explain the leadership side, the organizational side of each issue because you are the filter. So those are the three big mistakes to look out for as a new manager. Remember, delegate, don't do, more Yoda, less Superman, and your first team is the organization as a whole. <laughs>